0: From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA.
1: G'day there, I'm Grant VK4BB. You've tuned the WIA National News Service. You're listening to us on RF or maybe on the internet, maybe on an iPod or maybe through internet streaming radio. And you can find us on the internet streaming radio when you visit thelounge.com.
2: This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au
1: First up in today's news, details of seven new VHF UHF distance records. The first ever records for the 134 and 243 gigahertz bands. Michael, VK3KH and Alan, VK3XPD have set the first Australian distance records for these bands a distance of 25 metres. This happened October 21. Alan and Russell, VK3ZQB then extended these records up to 50 metres on the 23rd of October. First ever record on 324 gigs, Michael, VK3KH and Alan, XPD have set this, as I said, over 25 metres. Now, frequencies above 250 gigs are not assigned to any service by ACMA, so technically there is no 324 gig band, however, amateur operators may operate on these frequencies because they are not assigned to any other service. First records in the new digital EME record category. On 2 metres, the first digital EME record is from VK9NA to to EA2AGZ. 18,306.4 kilometres back on January 12, 2011. On 1296 megs, the inaugural record claim is from Mark VK2 AMS and David VK2 JDS on the 1st of October, a distance of 325.3. For full details of all past and present VHF UHF records, they are available for viewing or download when you visit WIA org In nineteen twenty eight, James Warner joined Australian aviators Charles Kingsford Smith and Charles Ulm for the first Trans Pacific flight. It was a first for the fledgling aviation industry in other ways as well. Most notably the introduction of radio communication on a long distance flight. A remarkable archive of aero and aviation memorabilia from the private collection of James Warner, arguably one of the most important collections in the history of aviation, will be offered for sale by Leskey Auctions. It is a remarkable tribute to radio and its place in the history and development of aviation. Items for auction from the James Warner Archive include a magnificent four-ounce gold commemorative medal f- provided by William Randolph Hearst and presented by the Mayor of Oakland, USA, and it's still in its original presentation case. The original letter, signed by Charles Kingsford Smith and Charles Ulm and dated 18th of June, 1928, in which they write As requested by Mr. Warner, we have pleasure in informing you that we, the undersigned, are not in any way entitled to receive the whole or any portion of any gifts made to you by the government or individuals of the United States of America. There's a cigarette case engraved, Southern Cross, Lieutenant James Warner and dated June 11, 1928, which was presented to Warner by the Radio Trade of Australia. The flight of the Southern Cross mask- marked the first successful use of radio on a long distance flight. Returning to California, Warner and Lyon each were given the four ounce gold commemorative medal along with $10,000 each from the citizens of Oakland and William Randolph Hearst. About 1930, Warner went to Los Angeles, where he opened a radio shop. He also experimented with building an electric organ and was hired by Hearst to install a sound system at San Simeon in Northern California. The lots will be offered for sale by Lesky Auctions in Melbourne Wednesday, November 16.
0: Locally produced, nationally voiced, globally heard. We are VK1WIA.
3: First award issued... In plenty of VK100 ARV activity. The new limited edition Amateur Radio Victoria Centenary Award has been won by David Park, VK3JDA. He gained it before the special callsign VK100 ARV took to the air. Already hundreds of QSOs have been made under the callsign. First up, was the Scout Radio and Electronics Unit heard on SSTV and AGM. Who can we get the televising of it through the week three R T V digital repeater on Wednesday? The Western and Northern Suburbs Amateur Radio Club is having a fun time during its five days which ends on Wednesday. Continue to be in the action are Keith Fructo VK3FT Luke Steele VK3HJ Terry Murphy VK3UP and Tony Hamling VK3VTH Several of them and others will operate portable during November the 18th until the 20th, under the Keith Rocher Memorial National Parks Award. I'm Jim of VK3VC, and you listening to VK1WIA.
4: A further look at Amateur Radio Magazine for November. The Geelong Amateur Radio Club set up Point Lonsdale to be part of the 60-odd Australian stations to join the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. Some one dozen GARC members took part. More reports on the annual fun event appeared last month. The Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society has officially opened its training and operations shack. A full report can be read in this month's WIA Journal. In the Spotlight on SWLing column by Robin Harwood, VK7RH, reports that propagation has improved and one never knows from day to day what will pop up. The theme of improvement in the DX News and Views column by John Baisley, vk 4 oq who discusses the solar flux hitting 190 for the first time since 2002. That 10 metres should be good for this month's contest. PSK31QRP is fun according to Grant McDulling, VK4JAZ. He tells how to be involved. A story of marriage and amateur radio makes an interesting read by Renata Rich, VK2FRAR. Supported by Alex Taverna, VK2RZ all part of WIA membership service, and Amateur Radio Magazine is also at selected newsagents. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor, and you're listening to VK1 WIA.
5: Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the mid-north of South Australia. It can be heard on VK5RMN 146.700 at 9am Sunday. I'm Bob, VK5MRW.
0: VK1WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds.
5: Great success at Ballarat Hamvention. A great day was had by all at the recent Hamvention at Ballarat. Once again, the wonderful facilities of the Greyhound racing track were used. A record 74 tables of new and used goodies tempted the wallets of the large crowd attending. Even Mother Nature turned on the best day possible. Lots of door prizes were drawn during the day with one still unclaimed. If you have ticket number one six two, I say again ticket number one six two. It could be worth your time to contact Bob VK three NBV on O three five double three six zero double nine eight. If you miss those numbers you can look up the text version of this broadcast on the WIA website. Once again, this has been a wonderful Victorian hamvention. Barg appreciates the support given by all the commercial businesses that attend on the day, also you, Mr Average Amateur. Without you arriving, there would not be a hamvention at all. The Ballarat Amateur Radio Group will be running a 40 meter HF Field Day on Sunday, November 13, between the hours of 10.30am and 3.30pm. Please look around the band and give the club members a call. The frequency in use will be between 7050 and 7100 kilohertz. Club members will be operating portable from locations of their own choice. Well that's it for now, this has been Bob of VKE 3NBV for the Ballarat Amateur Radio Group.
1: Thanks, Bob. Now from Ballarat to Townsville and the 2011 Annual General Meeting of the Townsville Amateur Radio Club happens Sunday, November 20 from 7am at Area 2 Rossiter Park, Aikenvale. The AGM will start off with a scrumptious breakfast followed by the meeting and attendance numbers are needed for catering purposes ASAP. Relay your AGM numbers now to Don Victor Kilo 4, Fox, November Queen Alpha. Deadline is November 15. VK7, Mount Nelson Signal Station, Bicentenary. Christian Bell, who is one of the organisers for the Bicentennial celebrations of the Mount Nelson Signal Station, says it's happening November 30. Christian is looking for amateur radio operators who would be prepared to operate a station from Mount Nelson and possibly include CW Voice and Digital. What Christian is looking to set up are various forms of communication used at the station over the last 200 years. They would appreciate it if some radio amateurs could assist Coast Radio Hobart to set up some transmitters, VHF and HF, to demonstrate on the day. Having some radio amateur operators who'd like to demonstrate Morse code via radio would also be good. If you're interested in helping out, contact Justin vk 7 Whiskey at wia.org.au That's vk7tw at wia.org.au ABC Drive Time Local Radio will be broadcasting live from the signal station in the afternoon of the event. It's the 200th anniversary of the date that Governor Macquarie selected the site for the signal station. <laughs>
0: From the WIA News Hub in Melbourne and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. I'm
2: Col, VK3LED, education, youth and advancement of amateur radio. In Canberra and want to ham it up? CRARC run regular foundation licence courses and upgrade assessments every two months at the Mount Mugger Scout Hall. The next Foundation course is scheduled for the 19th and 20th of November, which is already close to capacity and which will be the last course for the year. It's still possible to complete individual upgrade assessments with prior arrangement if you're unable to attend these scheduled times. If you know anyone who might be interested in becoming a ham, twist their arm to contact education at crarc.ampr.org. EZARC will be conducting foundation training on Saturday, 3rd of December, followed by assessments for all license levels on Sunday the fourth of December at Churchill. Bookings are essential. Applications close on the eighteenth of November. Peter would like inquiries and bookings emailed to VK3PF at WIA.org.au Lisa, PA two L S appointed IARU Region 1 Youth Coordinator. The International Amateur Radio Union Region 1 Executive Committee have appointed Lisa Linders, PA2LS, as the Youth Coordinator. Following the creation of a Youth Coordinator portfolio during the Region 1 General Conference at Sun City in August, the region called for nominations for a Region 1 Youth Coordinator. Three nominations were received, namely Mari, OH2FPK, Lisa, PA2LS, and Georgie, LZ1ZF. During the teleconference of the Region 1 Executive Committee held on the 10th of October 2011, it was decided to appoint Lisa, PA2LS, as the Region 1 Youth Coordinator. Lisa will be working with the youth coordinators from the various member societies to promote amateur radio amongst the youth in Region 1. 21-year-old Lisa, PA2LS, first got her amateur radio novice license at the age of 13 and was issued with the callsign PD2LLS. She recently went on a de-expedition to Ghana. The Rotuma High School amateur radio station, 3D2RI, was heard active again this past week on 20 and 15 metres SSB. Their QSL manager, Stan, KH6CG, reports on QRZ.com under 3D2RI. Dennis, who is 16 years old, reports that his operating group will be active on Tuesdays and Thursdays. His operating buddy will be a YL named Maggie. Joshua, who is 15 years old, will be active with his operating group on Wednesdays and Fridays. His operating partner will be a YL named Lucina. The school may allow operations on the weekends as well. Look for 3D2RI starting around 0400 Zulu on 15 metres single sideband on or near 21255 kHz until propagation fades. Then they'll QSY to 20 metres SSB on 14253 kHz plus or minus QRM until around 0600 Zulu when it's time for the students to head home. I'm Col, VK3LED.
6: We'll
1: have more on education and newcomers to amateur radio when we pick up with Ono and what good is an F call. And still to come, we have VK4FUQ and Jason VK2LAW with
7: international news. International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason VK2LAW. BBC TV licence fee may extend to iPlayer. The UK television licence fee could be extended to cover catch-up services such as the BBC iPlayer as part of an overhaul of the levy being considered by the Department for Culture, Media and Sport. British viewers must pay for a £145.50 television licence if they watch or record programs as they are broadcast, whether viewed via television, computer, mobile phone or video games console. However, computer catch-up services such as the BBC iPlayer, via which 153 million television and radio programs were broadcast in September, do not require a license. The issue is likely to intensify over the next year as a rash of new internet-enabled set-top boxes, including the BBC Back to You view, are expected to launch. 99-year-old ham radio operator still tuned in. The Matsu Valley Frontiersman carries a report about radio amateur Arlene Clay, who's still on the air at the age of 99. After 67 years living along the Kuskokwim River in Alaska, she moved in January to the Primrose Retirement Community in Wasilla. She said the reason she chose Primrose was because they let her bring along her amateur radio station. The Federal Communications Commission has affirmed its rules for broadband over power lines or access BPL with only minor modifications that do little to protect the amateur radio service and other high-frequency users from severe to intolerable interference. According to the second report and order issued by the FCC, the rules it has created to govern Access BPL provide what it calls an appropriate balance between the dual objectives of providing for Access BPL technology that has potential applications for broadband and smart grid while protecting incumbent radio services against harmful interference. And finally from me this week, word that internationally connected will be the theme of the 2012 Dayton Hamvention. This according to General Chairman Michael Coulter, WHCI, who says that this premise emphasises how amateur radio continues to build connections amongst amateur radio operators from all over the world. WHCI, who is returning for another year as General Chairman, noted that many international attendees return each year to meet other hams that they've talked to on the radio. He says that in 2012, the Hamvention is acknowledging the important role that Ham Radio plays in promoting this very special international goodwill.
0: News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA.
8: Operational News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special Events and On-Air Contest Column, Dateline 2011. November 26 and 27, WIA Spring VHF/UHF Field Day. 2012. January VK Rosshall Memorial VHF UHF Contest March 17 and 18 VK John Moore Memorial Field Day June Long Weekend VK Four Time VK Four Shires Contest July 1st Floor Weekend NZART Memorial Contest NZART Straight Key Night Polish and lubricate that old Morse key and enjoy an evening of old time radio fun This is an activity night in which everyone can be a winner with a certificate to prove it. Today, 1st Sunday November, 2000 hours to 2200 hours NZST in two one-hour periods on 3.5 MHz only, CW sent with a straight key, that is characters formed manually, no system of automatic dots, dashes or spacing permitted. All including DX stations who send a log will receive a certificate. Winners in each section receive a Fists Down Under prize comprising of a certificate and one-year subscription to Fists Down Under. RSGB Commonwealth Century Club Jubilee Award 2012 2012 is the Queen's Diamond Jubilee and mindful that the Queen is the Head of the Commonwealth of Nations, we are pleased to announce a new operating award for 2012. To qualify for an attractive certificate, all you need to do is to work as many different countries and call areas on the Commonwealth Century Club list during 2012. Certificates will be awarded for working 60 and 100 different call areas. Use any mode or bands you like and QSL cards are not required. Special Event Stations DX and Beacon and NetAdvice. Nepal, the Expedition. A multinational team, all members of the Mediterranean DX Club, MDXC, will be active as 9M0MD from Nepal during November on all HF bands and modes. The team plans to give away trophies and prizes. Just a reminder for the prefix hunters that the station LM9L40Y will be on the air until the end of December. This call is operated by the members of the LA9L Radio Club in Norway and is to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the club. Buddies in the Caribbean heading back to St Lucia. The Buddies in the Caribbean De-Expedition Group, which specialises in 100 watt or less low-power amateur radios and the buddy Pole portable antenna systems, will be back again to St Lucia between December 4 and 12. They said that the North Shore Villa location was magnificent on their first visit in February 2010, and they want to demonstrate ultralight de-expeditioning into magnificent vista locations. Operating a field portable, battery only, radio with backpackable, lightweight antennas and most of all having fun. With a new group of operators who have never experienced the other side of a pile up. There will be three villa stations in operation on one hundred sixty to ten meters using CW, SSB, NRITI or PSK. At the same time several teams will be battery only field portable, either from St. Lucia Beaches or Scenic Mountain Tops. The group will participate in the AWRL 10 meter contest call sign J68UN between December 10 and 11th. For VK1WIA national news, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham
0: from the WIA News Hub in Perth and WIA News Studios across Australia. This is the national news service relayed via VK1WIA. What
6: use is an F call? An article in the local paper caught my eye. It described a scenario where a local amateur with a 15 meter antenna mast was in the process of dealing with a local council who apparently changed their mind about the rules which govern the installation of the mast. There were quotes from neighbors who didn't like the eyesore and it looks like this might be a challenge. While I'm not a neighbor of this amateur, I did wonder if their community was aware of the wider community role that amateurs have to play in all manner of situations. I thought about the Boxing Day tsunami, Hurricane Katrina, and the Japanese earthquake and subsequent tsunami. In each of these disasters, critical infrastructure, such as power and communications, were wiped out in the affected areas. In each of these areas, local radio amateurs provided critical assistance for search and rescue and other life-extending situations. I wondered if the local community where this amateur lives was aware that amateurs can, have, and will provide these critical services in case modern infrastructure ceases operation, and I wondered if we as amateurs proactively go outside and talk to other members of the community and share some of this knowledge and information. If we ignore these pushes for removal of so-called eyesores, there will come a time when the local amateur radio enthusiast is unable to assist their community because they simply have no infrastructure left to operate their station. One day the question will come, where are all the amateurs? As a Foundation Class Licensee, you have access to a whole raft of information, skills and if you have your kit, hardware to communicate this to your local community. As a group, we amateurs have skills that might seem outdated, obsolete and out of touch with the internet connected world today, as seen from the perspective of an uninformed public. The reality is that this community of amateurs can and will step in to assist that community if and when the need arises. In case you're wondering how what you do on air relates to any of what I'm talking about, making contacts, exchanging information, dealing with changing conditions, setting up your station and doing the things you do as an amateur radio enthusiast are immediately relevant to emergency communications. You may not be aware of it, but you are uniquely qualified to assist where communications are essential. Just because the mobile phone network works today doesn't mean that it will continue to work across all situations. I regularly take my kit on the road to set up my station. In fact, my station is designed to be portable for exactly this reason. Each time I set up my station, I learn a little bit more about things to consider. Spares to have on hand, cables I should remember to pack, etc. If you have the ability, I highly recommend that you take your station outside and set it up with limited infrastructure. I'm sure you'll learn something which will be of use at some time in the future. I'm Ono, VK6, Fox Lima, Alpha Bravo.
1: On the national news, time for special interest group news. Following special interest group news, we've got a, uh, a vacancy for a senior broadcast engineer that we're going to uh, tell you about, so if you're interested in that Just uh, hang fire there. But as we said, worldwide special interest group news. We're looking at digital and development of HamCalc to cease. Longstanding software developer George Murphy, VE3 ERP, has hung up his keyboard and is retiring from further development on HamCalc. The latest version of HamCalc can be downloaded at cq amateur radiocom Worldwide special interest groups the final frontier and there's an amsat vk unofficial hf net it's on the second sunday each month and november through to march that happens at 0900 utc on 40 meters 7.068 a follow-up on our story of the imminent return to earth of a defunct german research satellite according to news reports the rosat deorbited sunday october 23 crashing into the bay of bengal off the coast of india most parts of the minivan-sized research satellite were expected to burn up as they hit the atmosphere. However, up to 30 fragments weighing a total of 1.8 tonne could have crashed onto the planet's surface. Luckily, that surface turned out to be a watery grave. The team working on reactivating the ageing Prospero satellite would appreciate any recording that can be made of the 137.56 megahertz downlink. If you hear and record transmissions heard on that frequency, send it by email to the email address, which you can get from reading the text edition, wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio. In IARU Region 3, the Emergency Centre of Activities, or the COA frequencies, are 3.6, 7.11, 14.3, 18.16 and 21.36 Canberra hams are still recovering from the double whammy weekend of the Natcap Rally and Fitz's Challenge, but they have another event in a week's time, being the light car club of Canberra, the LCCC Shannon Safari Rally. This takes place Saturday November 14. This car rally is fairly compact in that they have just four stages, with each run twice. Stages are Murray's Corner, Mineshaft, Blue Range and Bluets. The headquarters will be at the new schoolhouse, Ura Village Hall. To fully support the event, CRARC need 11 field stations and 5 people in HQ. Please contact Phil, VK1PL, or Matt, VK1MA. On the social scene, 2011 November 20 is VK5's Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest. That's the last event on our calendar for the year. So, uh, looking forward now to 2012, the fifteenth IARU Region Three conference will be hosted by VARC, the Vietnamese Amateur Radio Club. Takes place in Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam. February 12 is Centre Victoria Hamfest at Kyneton, and CCARC's Wyong Field Day, February 26 in VK2, and the WIA Annual Conference in Mildura, May 25, 26, and 27. All details. Uh, available right now on wia.org.au. As I said, we have a vacancy for a senior broadcast engineer in Australia. In fact, it's Radio TAB where, thanks to them, we put together the news each week. Now, applicants for this job of a senior broadcast engineer should have a knowledge of FM and AM transmission systems as well as being familiar with studio broadcast systems. The successful applicant will need to demonstrate an ability to fault find equipment at component level. Now, if you're interested in finding out more, you can drop an email to careers at That's careers at Tatsgroup.com. And as with all points of contact in our WIA national news, you'll find that when you read the text edition at WIA.org.au. But that vacancy is for a senior broadcast. Engineer with a knowledge of FM and AM, along with some studio broadcast systems. Till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk
0: softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported, you decide.